This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen. Hello and welcome to our Be Well podcast series. Today we're going to discuss the impact that physical activity can have on our mental well-being. Joining me today we have Tim Baker who is a lecturer in Scottish and Contemporary Literature, Lisa Marie who is currently studying her Masters in Law and Kyle Gregg from Aberdeen Sports Village. A huge warm welcome to you all and thank you so much for joining me. So physical activity we know brings a wealth of benefits to our physical health but also to our mental health too. But what do we mean by being physically active? What does it mean to you? Um, why should we consider a more active lifestyle? Well, firstly, uh, well, thank you for having me on the show, uh, Becca. It's been it's great uh, to to be on. I I actually do my own podcast called Tartan Running Shots. Here's my my plug, um, and uh, it's all about running in Scotland and promoting running in Scotland to, uh, yeah, the, mainly runners. Um, but as I said before, I work at Aberdeen Sports Village uh, as as one of the managers there. But I, I'm also an athlete myself, um, and I, I, I'm a distance runner at an elite level. Uh, mainly do marathon to ultra distances. So some people might think that's a, a bit extreme for um, you know keeping fit. For me, I think it's it's not. Um, but I, you know, I've been running for God, how many years now? About 25 years since I was eight years old. My mum threw me out and put me in all these different sports clubs. And uh, just got me swimming, got me doing martial arts, got me playing football, got me running. And the, the, the main one that I kept doing was running. Uh, I don't know if I was running away from something or, or someone who knows. Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. But, but what I do know is, um, you know, having running and physical activity in, in my life has, has made me the person I am today. And, and without that, I really don't know what I would have done, um, you know, in, in, in all walks of life, you know, from from a, a successful, you know, a, a career perspective. I mean, obviously working in sports. So I think doing that helps. Um, and But also just my mental health as well. Like for me, like I've str- had struggles in the past um, as I was growing up as a teenager, um, you know, and, and even now, you know, when, when I'm working full time, I'm trying to train like a full time athlete. I've got a one year old. Lots of, you know, obviously COVID's now something that we're having to, to deal with. There's all these things and all these different things coming at you in various ways, lots of pressures. And the, the one thing that really gets me, it really gets me out the door or, or really helps my mental health is going out for a run outside. That really does just sort me out. It's if somebody said, what would you prefer? And I, you know, I know it's, it's not the same thing, but for me, uh, an antidepressant versus outdoor exercise, outdoor exercise 10 times over. And, you know, I have had that, that various levels of, of stress and depression in, in, in my, in my life. So, um, yeah, that's the number one thing that, that really gets me through. So your question, Rebecca, what was it again? I don't know if I answered it. <laughs> Um, I think you have answered it. It was just, what do we mean by being physically active? What does it mean to you? And why should we consider a more active lifestyle? And I think you have hit the nail on the head there as why we should. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. You know, but what, what I'll also say is it, it's not what, what, what works for me might not work for other people. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going out for a, a marathon. Not everyone's going to be happy when they finish doing a marathon not everyone can complete that so you know i'm grateful for that but it's the it's the various um spectrums of exercise i think really does 
help people. Um, and it doesn't have to be going out for a run. It could just be going out for a walk with a dog. It could be playing badminton with your friends. Like the social element's really important too. And um, so, yeah, so, you know, what, what I would say is please don't follow what I do because not ultra running is not might not make everyone happy but it's the it's the certain things and practices in, in my routine that really keeps my mental health um healthier i suppose and in 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 physically healthier for me too i'm not just saying that's a cure it's certainly not a cure i you know I'll, I'll come back and i'll still have all these stresses and strains but it definitely uh it definitely helps certainly so yeah I don't know if anyone else wants to jump in. I feel like I'm taking over the show. I'm happy to jump in. Um, thank you, Becca, for having me. Uh, so, so like Kyle, I am a runner and a distance runner. But unlike Kyle, I am not an elite runner at all. <laughs> um, I I do like marathon distances, and I try to do that every five years or so. Um, and it takes me about that long to recover and and put myself through it again. Um, so, so I am. But but like Kyle, it is an outdoor experience for me. And I always have done sort of longish runs every weekend or so. And in March, you know, the last thing I did before we locked down was I bought a new pair of trainers because I knew I'd need it. And I made the commitment that I was going to spend 90 minutes outside every day. And some days it's walking very slowly, some days it's running, some days it's a sort of 10K, some days it's a much longer run. But the idea was, if I had something I knew I could count on, and that I knew I would do no matter what, if it's dark, if it's raining, whatever, I'm outside. And for me, it's, it's partly that it separates, it's something separate from the rest of my life. But also, I can't meditate. I can't contemplate. My mind doesn't do that. The only time my mind stops is when I'm running. And I don't think of anything. I might notice the waves or the sky. I might notice that my ankle hurts. But other than that, all I'm doing is being in my body for 90 minutes. And to me, that is the closest thing to mental health I can get to because I'm not worried about personal life, about work life. I'm just worried about the next step. And to me, that's that's been absolutely essential over the last sort of nine months, even though you know, I did register for a marathon right at the start when I didn't think we would be that long. Um, and it doesn't matter that I didn't get to do the marathon because it was running sort of mid-length distances all the way along that was actually the important part for me. I've been in law school for the last five years because I've already completed my degree in Germany. And just law school is just sitting all day and reading all day. So you don't really get much physical activity, but what you get is stress and back pain, I can tell you. Um, but I've been also working as a group fitness instructor for the last six years approximately. So I really know, like that it's really important to move your body. And even though I've been on the peak um, of law school right in before the bar exam, I still always took time out to leave the library at 4 or 5 p.m. to go to the gym because I can probably say I haven't been on a run willingly my whole life because I'm not a runner. I hate running. I'm also an indoor sports person. 
So you see how different this is for everyone. I really love being in the gym. I love group exercises. I love people around me. I love music and I love shutting off my brain. Um, and also, yeah, I was working there, of course, but I've also been there every day. Also, when I wasn't working, people were asking me, are you sleeping here? Is this your home? And I was like, no, you know, my home is like divided between the gym and the library, not 50-50, but I'm in both places basically every day. Because when I arrived at the gym, um, typically I've done like a thousand or two thousand steps the day and it was 5 p.m. So I literally just have been sitting, went to lunch and then sitting again. And it gets really stressful, especially in the end. And you're just, all your thoughts are just circling about law and books and sitting. And then everybody gets back pain and pain in general. So I just told my friends like, hey, let's go outside. Maybe take a walk if you don't want to go into the gym. Because I know that's really not everyone's thing. And they say, oh, I don't have time. I cannot take time out of my day. But I really um, think that um, going to the gym kept me sane through my whole law experience and also when I'm struggling with a problem for example today I was struggling with an um, assignment I had and I was just saving the draft put on my gym clothes went to the gym came back everything went perfectly with the assignment so and I haven't been thinking about it during working out you know <laughs> that's why yeah I think it's really important also if you have like if you're studying something where you're um, sitting down a lot still to remain active you don't have to study sports to stay active at uni yeah definitely I can definitely like agree agree with everything that's been said I only started running when I couldn't go to the gym in lockdown and the thought of like starting running to start with was horrible but I actually now enjoy the being outside more more than the run and it really has like literally kept me through lockdown because I am quite an active person so when the gym the gyms were shut I'd like was, didn't have a clue what I was going to do with myself I was like I don't like running but I just you know I put my energy into that and it's so helped me set up my day for working at home as you say you can sit down all day and it comes to like you know four or five o'clock at night and you've done a, th- a thousand steps so it's so it's so good just to get out even like you say for a walk or for a run and I think it's so interesting that you say Lisa because I know that a lot of people can can find it difficult to take time out of your studies to go and exercise, especially if you're feeling stressed or under pressure. It can feel like a hard thing to do to take time away when you might have a looming deadline that you need feel like you need all the time to, you know, cram in and, and get that get to that deadline to finish your coursework. But taking that time out can be so crucial to your concentration levels and you know, boost your creative thinking. Like you said, you came back from the gym and, you know, your your coursework went so much smoother than what it was doing before. And definitely, I certainly notice the benefit if I don't go to the gym in the morning before I start work, my brain is so slow and I'm like so groggy and I, I know like I need to get up and I need to either walk, run, go to the gym, do something and it just sets me up the day. So I, I guess like what, what are your guys' thoughts on that? She'd what what's the best time to exercise is it better to do it in the morning halfway through the day when you're feeling stressed what do you guys think yeah i, I agree with every you know both tim and, and lisa marie i think you know you're absolutely bang on everyone's different in terms of what they get from it and they, they get equal benefits uh in, in various equal benefits but there's a degrees of be- be- benefits uh for your mental and physical health one thing you know um 
for me, I, I like, I'm the same as you, Rebecca. I, I like to, you know, do a run in the morning, get out of the way, you know, and then get a good, a, a real healthy breakfast in me and I'm, and a coffee and I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to take on the day, whatever it's got, throw it at me and I'll try and battle it off or deal with it however I do. Sometimes, you know, being a, that sort of obsessive athlete, exercise, whatever you want to call me, weirdo, I don't know, um, I, you know, I'll end up going for another run or I'll do something maybe slightly different just to break up the day. You know, uh, some people might not be able to go outside. It's dark, it's peeing a rain, whatever it is. Just getting out your seat and going for coffee or doing 10 score. Like, I'll, I'll, you'll, you'll find me sometimes, you know, I'm not at university anymore, and uh, some of the students are listening to this, but I'm still in a, you know, my, my role is sitting down, reading stuff, being at the, the desk, very monotonous. My brain stops thinking, it just starts typing, and I don't even know what I'm typing anymore. But just getting off your seat and doing some squats and doing some, say, squats, you know, you don't have to do a massive circuit, but just something to move your body again, you know? Uh, you know, it can be press-ups, it can be squats, it can just be having a wee walk around the house, you know, just lift up you know lift get that body out of that that 45 degree angle or 90 90 90 or 45 degree angle and stretch it out you know like stretch your mind your body your soul out again just get re-energized for another couple hours or another hour or however long you've got you'll feel much better for it you know speak to people don't just go for an you know see if you can speak to somebody the social aspect is very important as well you know if you can Keep liaising with someone, you know, speak to someone on, on the laptop or, you know, whoever is with you. Go and play with your cat or play with your dog or play with your wife or your girlfriend or boyfriend, whoever it is. doesn't matter. Like, do something with them. Um, just keep varying your day. Don't sit in that, that spot for the whole day because it will make you, for me anyway, it will certainly make me uh, quite groggy and grumpy. As, as, as a morning runner... And and I do like to run in the morning, although I've discovered there are more dogs on the beach at about five o'clock and I don't have a dog and I wish I had a dog. So I do like running sometimes when there are more dogs to look at. <laughs> it's, a, it's an incentive. <laughs> but, you know, most of what I do is either very small goals, answer this email, or very large goals, write this book, conceive of this lecture. And what I like about running in the morning is I've set myself a particular goal in terms of time or distance or whatever it is, and then I have achieved a thing for the day. And if I achieve nothing else during the day, or I'm only doing bitty work towards a larger goal, I can still say at any given point, but I accomplished a thing I set out to accomplish. And one of the things that's been really important for me as as a runner who is not a good runner, but just someone who likes doing it, is I have a theory of no bad runs, which is sometimes I'll be slow, sometimes I'll be fast, sometimes it will be very cold and windy and miserable. But I always say, as long as I achieved a goal, then it was a good run. And if it wasn't the goal I wanted, that's fine. You know, and, and for me, that does give me a more positive outlook on all of the other goals because I can say it's okay if you didn't set a personal best. That doesn't matter. 
it matters that you, it matters just that you put on your shoes and got out the door. And, and that's been a huge motivational f factor for me. I, just to butt in there, you know, I, I think you just finished there, but sorry, Lisa Midi, I'm, I'm just, just on that point. Um, I, people, you know, like, you know, there's people think that an elite runner like myself, and I'm, I, I wouldn't class myself as an elite elite, you know, I'm not breaking world marathon records like Elliot Kipchoge, but you know, I'm, I'm sick. I've been fairly successful for, for what I've, for what I've wanted to get out of it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for that. Some people go, well, you're a runner, you know, it must be easy for you. And uh, and I'm like, well, no, it's not. It's not been easy. It's tough to get out the door and do something. And I, I'm like you, Tim. I have bad runs. I have, you know, and I get out in the miserable weather out there. But, you know, I'm just, I get a finish and go, that was great. You know, my times, I didn't get a PB. I didn't hit my times. But it was just great. I'm just glad to be doing it. I'm glad, I feel I feel better. And that, that recently I've asked the question, why do I run? Now, people would ask, you know, if I ask somebody, one of my friends, why do you think I run? And the first thing they'll say is they'll probably say, because you want to win races. You want to be the best you can be and you want to get a personal best. And, and then I kind of like, you know, started thinking about that question. And maybe when I was a kid, that would be the case. But now, why do I run? It's Yeah, maybe it is to, to get PBs and things like that. But why do you want to get a PB? Because it makes me feel good. Um, and then I'm like, well, that's, it, it, which is great. But when I dig deeper into that, if 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 I got a PB and it didn't make me feel good, or I, you know, I, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want to do it. It, it wouldn't make. It's it's not real. I'm not getting anything from it. And then I thought, if I'm getting older, you know, when I'm getting, I mean, I'm what am I now? I'm 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 still. I hope I'm still a spring chicken in the world of running, but I'm not. You know, I'm 34 years old. I've been doing it for 20 odd years. I'm going to reach a peak in terms of running and performance, and I'm not going to get any faster. And then what do I do? Do I just quit? No, I'm not going to quit. I enjoy the feeling of running. I enjoy being outside and just experiencing that. And that's where I say, why do you run? Because it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good just to be outside, just to be outdoors. It doesn't matter if it's 20 minutes or if it's, if it's 20 hours. It makes me feel good. It hurts. But the feeling I get and the, the benefit of my physical health, well, to an extent, 20 hours plus maybe isn't great for your, your body, but, uh, you know, it makes me feel good physically and mentally. And that is why I run. And that is why I love exercise um, because of that feeling. It, it's, it's something that will, 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 will hopefully stick to me until, you know, I pop my clogs, you know. So anyway, that's my tuppence there. Um, you know, for me, it's I'm with you, Tim. That's why I, I do run, uh, not for the winning. So for me, I usually went in the evenings um, after I've been in the library, just um, mainly for logistic reasons. So because everything was in several um, parts of the town. But yeah, I also really enjoyed it because, you know, usually let's say really usually group fitness classes are in the evening and I enjoy those more in general than to work out on my own in the gym. So, but then when lockdown came, um, I went in the mornings because just out of soul boredom because I didn't have anything to do because I graduated and yeah. So I went in the mornings, but it's not really my thing. So I don't really need um, the workout to wake up. I usually get up, get breakfast, no coffee, and then my brain is ready to work. 
but my concentration goes down during the day. So now I settle for like early afternoons to get like after lunch break a little bit um, more energy and then come back and continue with uni or do something else maybe when I finished everything in the morning. But I also had colleagues uh, in law school who went like before the library opened in the mornings and then again after it closed in the evening. And I really think that's a little bit, um, you can get in a dangerous cycle when you have a study which is really um, sitting down all day because then your thoughts are kicking in like, I'm gaining so much weight, I'm just sitting down, I'm not active enough so I'm going to the gym twice, like in the morning and the evening. And I mean, if it works for you, if you maybe do yoga in the morning, running in the evening, fine, you do you, but I really think it's important to work out because you love your body and not because you hate it. Um, and I feel it's really important for exercise in general to really keep in mind that it's, your body is not your enemy, but you're doing something good for your body and working out. As I said, back pain, you're sitting down all day. So you want to work on your rack muscles and stretch out a little bit. So, yeah, I feel it's um, really whatever fits your day. If it's early in the morning and you prefer to get up an hour earlier, maybe to go to the gym. I know those people, uh, they go to the gym at 5 a.m., just so it fits their day or they go to the gym at 10 p.m. Whatever works for you, you know. I feel like there's no wrong or right time. Not because everybody's saying you have to run in the morning to get energy. Like, for example, for me, it's the worst. When I run in the morning, I'm like dead for the whole day because it's really not my thing. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it's really individual to just do whatever you make, makes you happy and energizes you because in the end, really, the... Um, the workout or the exercise you're doing should energize you. Um, but also I feel like if you go in the evening, um, it's good for people who have trouble sleeping. Because for me, when I went uh, to the gym in the evening, came back, showered, ate, I was just ready for bed. So I would recommend trying it if somebody is maybe, um, yeah, not really um, having sleep problems, but needs this exhaustion in the end of the day. Yeah, I think that I completely agree again with everything you've all said. And like you say, everyone is so different. I know that for me, I get up and I, I go to the gym. If I don't go first thing, I kind of just feel like strange all day that it's not as part of my routine to get up, put my gym clothes on, go to the gym and then come home and shower. Like if I plan to go later, I'm always like, oh, do I shower? Do I not shower? And like my brain's just all all too much so for me that's certainly how it works but I have colleagues that prefer to you know they've had a, a busy day at work and that's how they switch off from work so you're 100% right it's completely different for every person and kind of touching back onto the motivation and stuff as well you know there's so many times where it can be such a struggle to get out of bed certainly right now when you're going to the gym you have to go at a set time because you've got boot slots whereas previously you could it wouldn't matter if you were 30 minutes later in the gym. You could go then, but if I'm 30 minutes late, I, I miss my slot in the gym and then I can't go to the gym. So it can be really difficult to motivate yourself, but I know 100% as soon as I'm finished my workout, whether I haven't lifted as heavy or if I've run slow, I always feel so much better within myself. I just feel ready to to take on the day and I always feel better when I finish from compared to when I started like I can't like stress that enough that it makes me feel so so much better and I always always feel better after exercising and I know for some people 
there's a lot of barriers to to being active whether they're you know as um you kind of touched on Lisa Marie as well like body image people might not feel comfortable in their body they might feel like going to the gym there there'll be people watching them or some people might struggle with like the cost or an injury I guess so I'm just looking at you guys and thinking of what sort of advice would you give anyone that's listening and, and feeling that way they feel like they they can't really exercise well first firstly everyone including myself has buyers to exercise everyone does I you know I don't want to go to the gym and lift weights but I'll go to the gym and go in the cardio machines um that, it's a buyer for me um so, and, and vice versa, some people love going to the gym and um, or they, they, they maybe just go to exercise classes. They don't want to go to the gym. There's buyers in, in that respect and or they want to go to the, the gym or they want to run outside at a certain time because people might judge them. All those things come into play. So many, so many things that we have to overcome um, and there's not a one-size-fits-all answer. Um, we have to do what's we can do um after all the, the the bottom line for me is if you do something if you can move uh, you know it doesn't even have to be the the form of exercise that we are chatting about it can just be going for a walk gardening um doing something that makes you move that's the key thing here is is moderate exercise you can do vigorous exercise you've got you know your um your, your recommendations are, you know, I'm, I'm out of touch at the moment, but, uh, you know, we're five times a, a week we went to exercise. Um, Rebecca, you might know the answers to this. Yeah, 30 minutes a day, five times a week, 150 minutes over the course of the week. You can break it down to whatever way, even just do it in three 10-minute bouts per day. That's what the uh, Scottish Government guidance is. Well, there you go. Look, someone who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> So what I'm going to say is, you know, this is this is a question for everyone who's listening. There must be something in that for 30 minutes that you can do that suits your lifestyle, your body, your personality. And after all, you know, if there's anyone who has issues with the way they look, and, and I'm a personal trainer, uh, and, I've, and, and I've got people and I've experienced it, for, not firsthand, but um, secondhand when, when I chat to my clients, and some of them are overweight and they don't want to go outside. They don't want to go to the swimming pool. But they'll, I'll find something for them to do that they're comfortable doing. And if someone is overweight just now, if you do exercise, hopefully what will happen is that you're going to reduce your body weight. You're going to look better. You're going to feel better. You're going to be more confident. Physical exercise gives you the confidence. It doesn't mean that you're going to be this you know, super confident person is going to go up and speak to tens and thousands of people. Like, you know, that's why they're podcasts because it's it's just me just speaking to, to a screen. You know, that's <laughs> not really, but I'm I'm comfortable with that. I wasn't when I started doing it. That was a barrier for me was doing my own podcast. Episode number one of the Tartan Running Shorts podcast. Didn't listen to it because I was a bag of nerves, but I'm I'm still a bag of nerves. I'm speaking. This isn't my comfort. You know, speaking about physical, it is in a way. Speaking about running, I can do forever, but physical activity, it's uh, it's not it's not a um, thing that I'm I'm hugely comfortable speaking as a podcast. But I also know a bit about it. Um, but anyway, where am I going with this? All I'm trying to say is, just do something that works for you, um, and and it doesn't matter what kind of physical activity it is, make it work for you. 
Does that answer the question, Rebecca? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely does. Do what work do what works for you and don't worry about what other people are what other people are thinking. You know, other people in the gym are also there to to get fit. Everyone has different goals and you, I suppose that's something to bear in mind as well. You might find as well, like, you know, someone who's lifting weights and they look super confident and arrogant. You put them in a different situation, a different environment, they're going to be a bag of nerves. You know, not everyone's, they might look like they know what they're doing, but, you know, that, that's something that I, you know, when I go into the weights area, a little, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we, scrawny Kyle will jump, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit intimidated by that, but if they were to jump on the treadmill with me, you know, they'll probably feel intimidated, but I don't care. I'm, I go, to, you know, we, we, I suppose we all go, we go, we all go to the gym as for ourselves to make ourselves a better person and a better human being and and no one cares no one really cares and if they if they're judging it there's something there's a reason why they're judging you with them within themselves they're they're almost judging because they're concerned about something within themselves it's nothing that that you're doing in your workout definitely exactly but no one no one cares you know that just just get on with it you know and just enjoy the experience of it you're only in this planet once make it count yeah i would also say um because i worked in female fitness for several years so i really know um kind of my um piece about like body image and also struggles you have especially as a woman in the gym because there's sometimes really um those types of situations, like you don't belong to the heavy weights like everyone belongs to the weights everybody belongs to the gym the gym is for everyone so and also, um, yeah, there's lots of people comparing um, themselves to each other. And I had actually a client in my class who said she doesn't want to do so many squats with resistance bands because she doesn't want to have um, legs as big as mine. And I was looking at her and telling her that this is not going to happen because even if we all ate the same, exercised the same, we wouldn't look the same. It's just not how it works with bodies. And I told her like not to be afraid of weights because we get this a lot. That women say I'm afraid of weights. I don't want to look bulky or something. But I mean, I personally love lifting weights, and I can tell you, it really doesn't uh, um, make you like look like with a bulk of muscles or something. It all depends also on your goals. If you're like. Uh, running on a treadmill you do that if you like lifting weights you do that there's so many varieties also in classes go to a group class for example and there's not just like boring classes there's so many things right now in the market there are different programs there are dance programs they're lifting their cardio their athletics their high intensity workouts there's so many things you can do just try it and I always tell people like Go to the instructional, tell them you're new, you want to try the class, if they have tips for you, if you can stand in the back today, or if there's something um, important about the class, because they are there to instruct you, as the name says already. And I personally love when people came up to me and say, hey, I'm new, I want to try this class, what is it about, what should I do? Just speak to people, I know it can be scary to do, go to a new class. I have the same feeling when I went here to the new classes in the gym I didn't know about, and I was like oh my god, I'm new, and I mean, I'm an instructor myself, so I'll be fine probably in most of the classes, but still, 
uh, I was insecure and I just went up to the instructor and said, hey, I'm new. Um, is it okay if I stand back today and just observe what everybody's doing? And she was like, yeah, sure. And then we chatted after the class again. And it's really nice, you know. And also, if you want to go to the gym, but you have the feeling like, you don't know what to do. You don't know exercise. Like there are people working in the gym, like personal trainers. You can speak with them as well. You can ask them, do you know a good exercise to, um, I don't know, for the triceps or anything. They're there to help you. And you can also maybe book a session with a personal trainer, get an instruction. And even though people are saying, oh my God, this is extra money, but this is money invested in yourself and in your health. And you can always go from there take it just as a starting point just to start and also like really nobody cares what you're doing like sometimes I'm uh, I've been observing people but more from a professional point of view because I think oh my god this person is ruin ruining their backs I should tell them not to do <laughs> like that but I'm not really judging people and I don't walk up to everyone in the gym like giving out advice how to do stuff if they're not asking for it um, even, especially when I'm not working there. So <laughs> it was my workplace, different story, but like you do you, you know, um, the gym is really for everyone. And also if you're self-conscious about going to the gym, do a home workout. You can do so many things at home. You don't need an equipment. You just need a mat. And if you don't know what to do, just go to YouTube. There are like a million really good workout channels there. And really you can do anything with YouTube. Start there and maybe then you want to, Take it to the next level, go to a class, take a friend. Really, like, do stuff together. That's the best way to do it, in my opinion. Just take a friend, go together, have fun. And I think, you know, one of the other barriers is sort of injury and disability. And and as the oldest person in this conversation, um, pretty much every bit of my body has given out at some point by now. But I think one of the things for me is... The more I do, the more I know what's an actual injury and what's a small thing. And, and in some way, the knowledge of your body that you get just from repetition and saying, okay, I know if I push too hard at this particular point, it's going to screw me up and I'm going to be in bed for a week. So I've learned not to do that or whatever. But, but there is a confidence that comes not in terms of how you present to the world, but how you present to yourself that I think is really important in both in knowing what you're capable of and saying, if I push that little bit more, I'll do it. But also I think there is a confidence in knowing what you're not capable of and saying, yeah, that's not for me. And it's when I talk to friends who don't like running and they say, oh, I went for a run and it was the worst thing I've ever done. I say, well, why are you running? There are lots of other things you could do. I run because it's the thing I enjoy. If you want to go swimming, if you want to, you know, do stretches on your living room floor, that's great. Don't put yourself through something you're going to hate, but push a little bit harder on the thing you know you like. And, and that that gives you a self-knowledge that you're not going to get any other way. Yeah, I, lo I love that. That I think what I've taken away from this podcast is, yeah, you do you. Anyone can do, can do anything. And I think as well, 
from this conversation I've taken away that it's maybe the perception that people can have and how we look at physical activity. We shouldn't look at it as something that we have to do or we should do, but we do it because it's something that we like we value the positive benefits it has on our overall mind, body and well being. We do it because of those benefits, not because we're told to do it and someone's telling us to do it. It's been absolutely fantastic speaking to all three of you. I've really enjoyed this conversation. Exercise is something I'm super passionate about and it's it's great to just ha- have a conversation with people that feel the same and hopefully help others that maybe are, are struggling a little bit or thinking for ways of how do I start to get active? How do I stay active? Why should I be active? And I, I think and hope from this conversation that we, we maybe have helped some people with that. So I would just like to thank you all so much for joining me today and sharing your experiences. If any of our listeners are looking for ways to get active, we'll share some links to Aberdeen Sports Village in the comments. Um, you can check out their facility. It's a fantastic facility. That's where I go most days when I'm exercising and you can see information about their memberships too. So thank you again so much to you guys for joining me, our listeners for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the episodes. Take care and I'll see you next time. This podcast is brought to you by the University of Aberdeen.